Good morning. This is Barb Lamson, Minnesota River Valley Master Gardener. And with me this morning is my fellow Master Gardener. Karen Wright. Hey, Karen. When spring's about to happen, for some of us, we start seeing these little crocus coming up. And all of a sudden, our yard has an elegance that it didn't have before, an instant color. And the way we get that is right now, if we start planning for those bulbs for spring flowers. Barb, it never fails every spring. I have a whole bunch of tulips and crocus and daffodils in my yard. And of course, people walk by and I'm out there working at it. And they see all my flowers and where do I get those? And they just love it because it's so colorful, so beautiful. I said, well, this is the kind of thing, if you want these, you have to plant these in the fall. A lot of people think that all of a sudden they just popped up and here they are. I don't know if they think I planted them yesterday or something. But yeah, you have to think ahead and plan ahead in the fall you should get your bulbs now whether it's the tulips the crocus the daffodils the hyacinth all those wonderful things these are ones that are planted in the fall and give you that spring color after a long dismal winter you know there's one thing that all of these different spring bulbs share and that is that they really do like full sunlight yes they can tolerate a little bit of shade but not a lot so get them in the right location And they all have to have good drainage. Yes, if you have any water sitting there, they're just going to rot. Right. So if you don't have really good draining soil, you might want to amend that. Add some uh, compost. It's nice and organic and light and work that in. And for heaven's sakes, plant them deep enough. You know, here, our frost goes so deep. So six inches is good. Sometimes... I even go down eight inches because then I put two inches back in of sand and some more compost. And some of the smaller bulbs like crocus I don't plant quite as deep, but (laughs) things like the the daffodils especially, they're really big in most of the tulips. And the bigger the bulb, the more energy it has stored, so the better the flower is going to be and the foliage in the spring. Yes, and shop around because when we say tulips... There are so many different ones, and they're all beautiful in their own right. We have the lily-flowered ones, and you know, we love lilies, and they look like a lily. The colors are great. And then we have the fringed ones, and I really like them. They have a big cup. Have that fringed edge on them. They all require the same amount of care. So the thing is, though, some will come back year after year, and others <coughs> that are more specific do not. For example, I planted the parrot tulips, and they're they're really pretty, but they don't come back year after year. Some of them are just that's the way they are. But, yes, but yes. The, most of them, like the Darwin, the Darwins are are they're, they're very reliable, excellent, and they come back year after yes. year. My hyacinths come back year after year, and daffodils are a good thing if you have deer around and you don't want them eaten daffodils the deer leave those alone yeah and i want to mention the grape hyacinth this is the little small hyacinth it makes multiple new bulbs every single year you plant them in clusters and they will bloom at the same time as the daffodils so you got yellow and you got this purple stunning yeah absolutely the other word they call them is muscari is another word for the Mm -hmm. grape hyacinth but i love those and now they're they most of them are purple but they're even coming out with ones like in blues and whites and things i see there's white now and here's something that a lot of people don't have and i just i guess i bought it by accident but star beth it is just a great spring bulb. It's small, it's white, but it's got it's about the size of a oh I'd say maybe a, a nickel, mm-hmm. the, the bloom. 
And this is one that you can use for naturalizing with. I have them in my lawn now. And this year when we have no mow they bloomed in the lawn just like crazy. It was so nice. Now, the one sometimes you do see sold is called a Scylla, S-C-I-L-L-A. That's a different one, yes. Yeah, and that's invasive. That yes. is considered invasive. I know a lot of people have them. They say, well, they're so beautiful, I'll keep them in check. But you know yeah. what? You might be harming the environment, so stay away. And if you see them sold, sold somewhere, just bypass yeah, those there, and get crocus instead. There is a place to use them. Over at Gustavus, in front of their library, they have a beautiful magnolia tree. And underneath it, they have a oh. whole bed of Scylla. And it's a contrasting color. And so... It doesn't have competition from anything else. It stays right in there. And with the magnolias just blooming and then these, it's just absolutely amazing. And here's just another tip. When you plant those bulbs, maybe you want to add a little bone meal because that helps it get the nutrients it needs for good, strong growth. And before you put away your tools, be sure and water the plants and also compost them. Start out with two inches now, and after it gets colder, you can add more. Well, if you'd like more information about spring bulbs, contact your Extension Service. This is Barb Lampson along with Karen Wright. Wishing you happy gardening.